0: Welcome back. This is episode 5. Hello. This is also a re-recording of the episode 5 that I had before, but the story that I told was so cool. and so I want to retell that story. So this story is something that really impacted me about feeling stuck in your life or trapped, feeling whether that's, um, you know, it could be for any situation, but perhaps specifically catered towards the heavy load and the overwhelm that is felt when you are figuring out how to raise a child with special needs. And it's a constant figuring out, right? Because they grow, they change, um, different aspects of their disability develop, and, um, and they develop, which changes the game right? And so you're shifting and changing and then your life changes. And so it is a constant figuring of things out and can feel overwhelming and can feel like you are getting stuck. So I want to share this story with you that really illustrates how it's okay and why it's a good thing that we have these different circumstances than a lot of people in the world, why these disabilities may not be what we thought they were. So it starts out with a man leaving his home early in the morning to get a load of firewood. A storm's about to come in. He wants to get the firewood before then. So he leaves early that morning, takes his dog with him, and they, um, drive out into the woods and he parks and he starts unloading the wood. Sorry. He starts chopping down the trees, chopping up in small pieces, putting it in the back of the truck. And after about a quarter of the uh, bed of the truck is full of wood, he notices that it's really muddy around some of the tires and he wants to move the truck so that he's not stuck. So he gets in the truck, starts it up, and he tries to move it. And the wheels spin and spin and spin. He's not going anywhere. He looks at the clock. It's getting late. So he, uh, he decides he's going to take a bit of a break. He a snack, takes his dog, and walks out to the main road. And I guess he's trained his dog really well, because he leaves his dog there, thinking that if somebody sees his dog on the side of the road, they might stop, and that the dog can lead them back to where he is. Because he wants to finish loading up the truck so he can get the firewood he needs before the storm comes in. So he leaves the dog out there, and he walks back, and he continues to load up the truck. Now it takes a long time. I don't know if you've ever loaded wood in a truck, but moving wood can be really cumbersome (laughs) and you can get uh, splinters. It can be heavy, can wear on your back. It's not an easy job. It's heavy, heavy manual labor. So he's loading it up. He goes back out to check on the dog. Nobody's there, comes back, starts loading it up, Um, gets a drink. And you know, at this point, the sun is starting to go down. It's getting late. And this storm is coming. And he doesn't know what he's going to do if he can't get out or if he can't find anybody. You know, he looks at his phone. He has no cell phone reception. He doesn't have a way to connect back and get help. Not knowing what to do, he just keeps praying, hoping someone will come, and keeps loading up that truck. Cause what else could he do in that moment? So he finishes loading the truck. The sun is... Almost down. It's getting dark. He walks back out to where the dog is. Waits there for a while. No one comes. No one comes. It's getting cold. So him and the dog go back into the truck. And they wait there. And you can see the truck is stuck. So he sits there in the truck and feels like he should just try one more time to get that truck out. So he does. He turns the truck on. Pushes the gas. And the truck starts to move. And not taking that moment for granted, he steers his way out of the the mud where he was caught and makes it back out to the main road. is able to make it home. But on his way home, he's thinking, why was I stuck before? And why did I get unstuck at the end? What was the difference? And as he looked back in his rearview mirror... He looked at that huge pile of wood that he had loaded into that truck and realized that the heavy load that that truck was carrying is what helped him get unstuck. It created enough weight so he could get enough traction to get out of that mud. This is what it's like for us. This is what it's like for you. Having a child that has a disability of some kind is a heavy load. And there's really not a roadmap, as every single one of us is slightly different in what's needed. Some you have heavy, heavy medical issues that you deal with on a daily basis that require consistency, timing, exactness in the medication, equipment, And managing all of that. In others, it's a learning disability. And massive behavioral issues that are disruptive and that are hard to manage. There's a whole range of things that are going on. And it can feel very heavy. But when you take on that heavy load, right? You take on that challenge in a way where you're not trying to avoid it or run away from it. But you put it in the back of that truck, right? You take it on and you think about how you can figure things out, right? It's the heavy load that gives us substance, that gives us enough strength. Not because the heavy load itself does it, but it's who we become in the process of learning how to manage it. What kind of skills do you have to learn in order to successfully live a life with your child that has disabilities and to help them have a successful independent life. You have to develop beyond who you were and what you were before and that is refining. Now I don't know maybe some of you it's a trigger to think about your child's disability in the in the context of a burden because you don't feel that way. If you're willing to frame your child's disability as a gift instead of a burden, that's when you can start to learn from it. What is there to learn? What is there to develop? What is there about this situation that's going to make me a more substantial person, more capable of giving, of helping, not just my children, but me, my marriage, my family, And I can tell you that the moment that I decided I'm going to continue to live my life embracing what I have been given, loving the hand that I was dealt and not trying to love the child and not the disability, but learning to appreciate the disability and what it is teaching me. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not working to help my child overcome some of the trials that are coming with that or the struggles that come with that disability. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not looking for healing. That's not what I mean. But it is what it is right now. And we have the struggles we have right now. Why is that a good thing for right now? And what am I going to do with it? How is this heavy load, right, becoming a gift? how am I using that gift? I want to invite you to take a minute to listen back to those questions and answer some of them about your life. When I answered those questions, here's what I learned. Right? The first thing, it was a gift. I have what it takes to shoulder this kind of weight, these extra things in my life that's really not normal for a lot of other families and moms, that it's something that I'm capable of doing. And if not totally capable, growing to be more capable. That it's totally something I can do and something I can manage. When I started to learn that I can manage it, I started to realize I can still pursue the dreams that I have. And I'm not leaving my child behind in doing it. I don't have to set her to the side and set him to the side. And that was empowering I became a better advocate for her. I realized that I didn't have to do everything the doctor said. I realized that they were part of her care team and that I could hire or fire them. So I became more empowered to be better in that way for my daughter. So when shifts happened and new things came up that added to the heavy load, kind of like adding that wood on the pile and adding that wood on the pile, the mentality was more like, Let's go. Let's do this. I already know I can do these things. And it wasn't a huge blow to me. I definitely did take moments of grieving, right? Of, of clean grieving, which isn't something that gets you stuck unless you're trying to resist it. Other than that, I was able to keep unhealthy thinking that gets me stuck. I was able to filter it out more often. So think about Your child's disability. Think about perhaps the heavy load that it has felt like. Think about how the opposite might be true. How might it actually be a gift? How might it be making you more substantial or your family? Think about all the things you're gaining instead of what you're missing out on. Think about how the disability is actually the way to become unstuck in your life. Write those things down. And allow those things to circle in your mind more often than the thoughts about being stuck or trapped. You're going to see some really great things pop up for you. I promise. All right. That's what I got for you today. Thanks for showing up, for listening, for doing the work, for caring about you, caring about your child, caring about your life, and being willing to do the work required to get yourself in a mental space where you can do something about it. All right have a good week. I'll see you next week. Until then, take care.